James Lipton passed away yesterday. I know him mainly as the guy who hosted Inside the Actor Studio, also began the program. I figure you know him that way as well. There are plenty of obituaries in the news. I wanted to share how big of an influence James Lipton had on me, what I do, how I teach, what leadership means. And I hope to honor his memory in this way and maybe pass it on in some way and have that memory lead to more of what he brought to me. I could talk about how much I enjoyed the episodes of Inside the Actor Studio. I could talk about his humor. I could talk about a few things I learned from his guests that I think only his interviewing style could have elicited. But I want to go deeper, at least from my perspective, to share how fundamental his work has been to mine. Many times I've said that if my courses, the courses that I teach, leadership, entrepreneurship, which I often call initiative and sometimes call social entrepreneurship, and a couple other classes, if those courses had existed before I went to business school and I knew what I would get from them and someone was teaching them, I would have taken those courses instead of all of business school. And I think I would have gotten a lot more of what I valued. You know, I'm not trying to become a banker or a consultant or someone working in a multinational corporation. I want to start projects off in my own businesses, work with people in close teams, things like that. James Lipton helped me create these courses that I think are the foundation for doing, well, I was going to say doing business. It doesn't necessarily have to be with money. So working together with others, leading yourself. The context is that I had taken leadership classes at Columbia Business School But despite high grades from one of the top schools, I didn't know how to act. I didn't know how to behave in a way that was a leader, that people would respond to me as a leader. Outside this, for entertainment, I would watch Inside the Actor Studio just because I enjoyed the show. I liked seeing these big stars and learning about their lives. I noticed that great actors, well, this is obvious, they excelled at social and emotional skills, in particular beyond what my professors could do. So if I looked at how my business school professors implemented the skills that they were talking about, self-awareness and listening and all these other things. They weren't bad, but the actors on Inside the Actor Studio, I thought, had more skills. I also noticed a different thing that came from them. They tended to drop out of school, or they were kicked out, or they never enrolled. This created a conflict or a dilemma, not a dilemma, but something I couldn't figure out. How is it that the people that I knew who were at the pinnacle of our educational system paled in comparison to people who had dropped out of it. I also noticed some names popping up a lot. Stella Adler, Lee Strasberg, Sanford Meisner, the group theater, Harold Klerman, but most of all, Konstantin Stanislavski. I didn't know these names. Maybe I knew them in some passing way, but I didn't really know who they were. Over time, I started to look them up, and I learned of a tradition that often we call method acting now that grew in America, but it came from Russia, the Moscow Art Theater, which came from Konstantin Stanislavski, I started learning more and more about the group theater and what ultimately became the actor studio and lots of other different traditions now in Hollywood and Broadway and in America and around the world. This would have been around the recession, 2008, because that was when a friend of mine sold his business. And coincidentally to me watching Inside the Actor Studio, which I didn't expect to be a particularly big part of my life, he started taking classes in Meisner technique, which is one of the techniques of method acting, speaking loosely. I started asking him all sorts of questions. What's this method acting stuff? Who are Stel Adler? Who's Meisner? Who are all these people? For a while, he would answer my questions. But eventually he said, Josh, if you really want to get the stuff, just take a course. And I said to him, I can't, I don't, I'm doing lots of other things. I was starting some businesses at this time and things like that. And he said, you don't have to take a full-time conservatory style two-year course, which is what he was doing. He said, there's a six-week summer intensive. 
I figured out how to work it into my schedule and I decided to take it. So for those six weeks of this course, I decided everything except maybe family was secondary to this course. I'm going to go into it as if I'm considering if it happens that I love acting, I'll consider actually just going full into acting. I put everything I had into it and I got way more than I ever expected that I could out of it. Meisner technique is incredible. I'm not going to describe it, but I reckon, I mean, I just think I can't believe we don't teach that in school. I came to realize these actors didn't stop learning. They switched the style of learning into this other style, which was a much more active way of learning, much more emotionally expressive and emotionally making you emotionally aware. I started to experience new levels of learning social and emotional skills beyond what I got in business school, reading and writing papers, doing case studies about other people's lives. And I found that what I was learning was relevant to all relationships, not just acting. Taking Meisner technique changed how I learned active, social, expressive, emotional, performance-based fields. Combined with learning about John Dewey and project-based learning, which was from Chris Lehman and Science Leadership Academy and other places, learning Meisner technique, plus the other educational stuff from John Dewey, led to how I teach leadership. It led me to start founding a school for leadership. Originally, before working at NYU, I was intending to start a school for leadership, and I was going around to the different incubators around the city to talk about providing my services to the entrepreneurs there in terms of developing leadership skills. And by chance along the way, I was talking to a guy at NYU who was running a program, and he ended up hiring me to teach, which led to me teaching at NYU. And that led to the books and the bestseller stuff. And all this traces itself back to learning about Konstantin Stanislavski and the method, well, not, I guess you could call it the method, all coming through James Lipton. The structure of how I teach and coach leadership, as well as initiative and entrepreneurship and sales and social entrepreneurship, the structure is Meisner technique. The exercises are similar, but I draw my exercises from the domains of leadership and initiative and entrepreneurship and so forth instead of from acting. But even the exercises are similar, but the structure is exactly the same. So the structures start with the basics. The exercises begin with basic exercises. And then you build on each of them. So the next ones are a little more challenging, but a little more toward, you know, the basic ones are very abstract. They're not really acting yet or leading yet, but they lead to what becomes more and more specific and directly leading or acting. And so it's starting with basics, building toward mastery with no big jumps in between. The results from my teaching include students consistently saying that they didn't know that they could learn these things at all, let alone in a structured class. And again, all this stuff comes from James Lipton making known this style of learning from inside the actor studio. It's been around for centuries. I mean, who knows how long people have been teaching sports this way, but I recently came across it through James Lipton. I since realized that this structure exists in teaching to play musical instruments, to sing, to dance, to play any sport, improv, the military, hence basic training, start with the basics and build, and all active, social, expressive, emotional, performance-based fields. Also, in a totally separate direction, since I now interview people on my podcast, I follow his, James Lipton's style a lot. Supportive, not confrontational, getting to know the person from their most formative stages of their childhood, their parents, things like that. Though I didn't do the quick end questions that he did, I don't really see the point in that. Also, I went to see them record inside the actor studio live twice at Pace University, not far from here. I guess it's a bit of a long walk. One of the guests was Brian Cranston, and one was Sarah Silverman. These are five-hour events, and I loved them. I didn't feel like they were going on too long at all. They get edited down to 90 minutes or an hour, I think. 
I brought with me notes to pass to him. I couldn't get behind stage, but I would give them to the, I don't know, uh, people who worked there to pass on to him, asking if he'd be on the guest on the podcast. I spoke to several people. Actually, I once went to his office at Pace University, and I spoke to people there, but nothing came of it. I think by this point, he was about 90 years old. I think he died at 93, 94 years old. That's the story of how James Lipton brought to me what is now how I do all of what I do. I mean, the teaching and coaching, leadership, entrepreneurship. And if you listen to my podcast, my podcast is unit four. I mean, it's applying unit four of my leadership book and course to leading in the environment. And that way of teaching came from James Lipton.